Rafael Bosta Grande, e Carobande a Bosta Grande, e Promazum Cabia Bea, Bayacra, Cracra, e Cracotanda e Abicaba, e Rafael Bosta Grande, e Cracra, 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 e Never 
and bricks and all kinds of ways and anywhere they can be connected from. Let your glory rest upon your life. Let your faith rest upon your life. Let your mercy rest upon your life. Let your favor rest upon your life. Let your power reign in your life. Let your mind of God reign in your life. We call upon Jesus to reign in our affairs. We call upon Jesus to take charge over the activity. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. We honor him. We glorify his name. He alone is worthy to be praised. So this day, by the grace of God, I hope that everything that you are trusting God for, his mercy will prevail it in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm grateful to God for your time with us here today. It is a blessing and it's a pleasure to have you join us. Wherever you join us from, we respect your time. We respect your input. We respect your blessings in here. We respect your prayers as well. This is Emmanuel Christian Assembly. My name is Seban. is McCarthy Ejari. So I'm here to serve you with the word of God, with the hope that Christ has given to us and the manifestation of angels in our lives. 
So today is a very special day and I don't want you to miss it. I want you to have a pen and a paper or your writing patch and then begin to put down some notes because it's very, very vital. vital. One of the things the saints have missed out on are the works of angels in our lives. And most times it's because we have no clue. We don't understand what goes on with the angels that are assigned to us. And for that matter, sometimes we miss the opportunity to maximize their effects in our lives. But today, the word of the Lord says that you don't have to be ignorant about the works of these ministering spirits that the Lord has sent your way. Hallelujah. We are supposed to minister to the saints according to the Bible in Hebrews and also in Matthew. So people of God, I don't want you to miss any opportunity. I want your heart to be open, your mind to be open. And if you don't mind, you can share the link with a brother or a sister. Hopefully, this may also unveil some sort of wisdom or message to their heart so that they can also understand some of the things that they are dealing with. Hallelujah. For God is not a respecter of persons. Anybody who trusts in him, he will be there to make sure that you enjoy the benefits of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. So today is a special day. Amen. So we're going to do uh, the guardian angels, uh, the works of our angels, number two or number three. I think we did number two on Friday. So today is number three. Hallelujah. Point number three. And there are lots of information that today I want to share with you. Our uncle scripture will be taken from Genesis 31 from verse 11, where the Bible says that the angel of God spoke to Jacob to return to his father's house in Bethel. And it came because the Lord sent an angel to minister that message to Jacob. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the eyes of Jacob was open and he behold and beheld and realized that there were hosts of angels, not only one, but lots of angels surrounding him. And he, he called that place that this is the host of God's presence. Hallelujah. So the presence of the Lord can surround your life and you will not be aware of it. Hallelujah. Unless the hand of God touches your eye. To behold the wisdom that God has encompassed your life with, you might walk in the sense of innocence about the presence of angels around your life to protect you, to help you, to, to hem you in, to make sure that no harm comes your way, to bring healings to you, to bring deliverances to you, to, to make your life worth living or to become a citizen of the kingdom. It comes because a child of God has opened their heart and avail themselves for the angels of God to minister to them. And today, that is my desire. I desire that the angels of God will minister to you, will minister to your loved ones, will minister to your homes, will minister in every area of your life so that you don't miss out on the benefit of heaven's glory. Hallelujah. So please send the link to somebody. Send it to your friends. Send it to your daughters and your sons. Send it to all friends and family members, anybody, including your, your enemies. Because this may be a reason why somebody's life may be blessed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Genesis chapter two, uh, 32, verse 1, that the, uh, the Lord ministered to Jacob. And when he had departed from labor, after that moment, the angels of God came to him and they came to Jacob to minister to him. He was on his way back to his father's house. And in the presence of this journey, there were all kinds of issues going on in his heart. He was scared of his brother because 20, 22 years earlier, there had been an issue that had gone on and made life difficult. And so he thought that the brother still held some kind of resentment against him and plot to kill him. So he was scared when he heard that his brother Esau was coming to meet him with a company of 400 chariots. And so he had to find ways and means to begin to intercede and pray for mercy and ask God for help. Hallelujah. But God answering the prayer of Jacob was not an ordinary feat. He had to send angels, angels to let you know that he's been protected. Hallelujah. And this morning is my prayer 
for you and your household, for you and your children, for you, your marriage, for you and your businesses. May the Lord send the host of angels to come and defend your cause, and defend the things that you love most, to defend the areas of your interest, to defend the work of your hands, to defend your marriage, to defend your house, to defend your children in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says the host went there and they revealed themselves unto Jacob and Jacob went on his way. And so whatever agenda that the enemy has used to play or the brother to play this time around, Ashanti Kretos Kabata, Meandi Imazubraski Voshe, the brother met him with joy and with gladness, and so shall it be that your enemies now will turn around and favor your cause. They will stop all the attacks against your life, and you shall see the manifestation of the glory of God, even in the land of the living. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. So we'll continue in Acts chapter 8, verse 26. The Bible says that the angels of the Lord, they lead and direct preachers. The Bible says so that the angels of God, they lead and direct preachers. So most of the time, I desire that the angels of God will lead me to come and minister to the people of God so that the word of God shall be true in your life. Hallelujah. To not only hear a story, neither hear any themes or any readings from just the Bible, but rather an information that will bless your heart, that will build your spirit man up, that will build your physical life up, that will help you to rise up in the place of God's glory, where the light of God is shining in your life. You need the wisdom of God. You need the guiding angels of God. You need the direction of the angels of God to be able to bring to you the message from God at the time that is necessary. Hallelujah. So I believe and I feel in my heart that this time around, the works of angel is very necessary for you to know. Hallelujah. That is why I'm sharing with you. Amen. Point number two. They appear to us in dreams with a message. Angels appear to us in dreams with a message. Matthew chapter 1 verse 20, the Bible says that Jacob was told not to run away from the marriage that he had with Mary. Mary had been uh, conceived or impregnated, if I can put it that way, by the angel of God, by the, the Holy Spirit, carrying Jesus Christ in the womb. And Jacob, being an innocent man, didn't know what to do. And being a just man, decided to run away quietly and leave her alone so that there will not be a disgrace for her. Neither shall there be any kind of disgrace for anybody else. So he decided to run away back. The angel of God, knowing the thoughts, and the intent of Jacob's mind and his heart. He came to him in a dream and said, listen, brother, don't run away from the marriage, from the woman that you have, because what she is carrying is unique. It is not an ordinary child. It is a child that is of God. It is a child that shall bring salvation to this world. He is called Emmanuel. He shall be with his people, bring deliverances to his people, the garbage shall be on his shoulder. So please do not run and leave this woman alone for people to stone her to feel as though she is just a wicked woman. No. So Jacob, uh, Joseph adhered to the words of the angels and then he stayed on. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's not easy to hear the message that the angels will bring our way to help us to stay on. Sometimes it's almost against our wish and our will. And yet the angels of God, because they bring the message out of obedience, machino, when that was passed, we learn the obedience how to attain the angels of God, and by obedience, we can help them and respect and reverence to who they are. They can be able to administer the word of God to us. And so, Jacob stayed in there and handled Mary wisely by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Again, when danger was coming, the Bible said in Matthew chapter 2, verse 13 to 19, that they spoke to Joseph to escape to Egypt and carry the child Jesus away because an enemy was after the child, trying to find the life of the child and annihilate the child and so that the salvation of the world will not come to pass. But people of God, when the angel of God is administering to you, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. Hallelujah. Amen. 
any weapon of the enemy, and whatever that is word of God, whatever the enemy projects, it shall not happen, it shall not work out, because God is with you, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. So it is important that we realize the need to be able to come to that place where we are allowing Jesus Christ to reign in our lives, and we're allowing the host to be with us, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Sorry, I was getting a fever. Hallelujah. Point number three. The Bible says that they minister before God. And according to Revelation chapter 8, verse 2 to 7, the Bible says that there are angels who stand before God and they minister to God. The scripture says that there were angels, seven angels with, with seven horns that and seven trumpets that were given to them. And each one of them were ministering to the Lord with an assignment. So if angels will stand before God and minister to God, how much more the sons of God that we will miss the opportunity from the ministration of angels. The Bible says that they are supposed to minister to you. They are supposed to help you out in situations as I speak now, a sense that somebody you are going to encounter a sense of theft, like some, somebody will quickly pick up something that belongs to you away from your environment whilst you are there. It shall be taken away by the Lord and the angels of God. If you know how to deploy them to restore what they have stolen, they shall bring it back. Whatever they take, they shall bring it back. Whoever it is shall be exposed to bring it back in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so the angels of God has been set to be able to minister before God. Revelation 14, they are harvesters for God as well. They are harvesters for God. They are the people who knows that these people are right. These people are ready to be able to win them and harvest them for God. Hallelujah. Point number four, they bind Satan. And one of the things that I have observed in terms of deliverance way back in secondary school days when I used to deal, do deliverance and praying for people and, and casting out demons and stuff like that, by the grace of God, I never understood much on those things. I was only going and moving by faith. But now I can sit back and understand that every time I, I issued a command on, a, on an edict, it was, it was administered by the angels of God. That were assigned to me. I remember one day, whilst I was the head of intercessors in Ashen Chapel, I remember I was I was doing something. I was organizing a program for um, a retreat, and in the program we were going to somebody's. Uh, um, we we hired a house, like a, a complete house, not knowing that the house they had used it for some spiritual purposes, wicked spiritual purposes, and and people hire it and do whatever they want to do there, like holiday homes and stuff like that. And then the Lord revealed to me through a dream. And then I saw in the dream that when we went there, the forces of darkness and darkness attacked us out that place. And so in that place, what uh, happened was that I, being the leader, was the one that was under attack. And I saw people with swords, people, some strange beings with different heads, some tails, all kinds of mess all over the place with, with weapons to, uh, to chase my life. I saw it in a dream. And then all of a sudden, I saw 12 angels coming from heaven and came around me. And what I did in the midst of the angels that I spoke to them, I said, take care of them. And I started walking away with confidence. And I felt so good in myself that, yes, I've got the guardian angels. So that was the day that I realized that the angels that ministered to me at that time, or those who were with me at that time were 12. And so I spoke to the bishop at the time and I told him about the dream and the visions that the Lord had revealed to me. And he prayed for me. I, I mean, they, they came colorless. You couldn't describe The best description would say gray. They look like gray. That's the best description you can tell, tell about. You can see them, the physical formation, like a strong giant beings who are strong. Each one of them carried a different weapon that day. Each one of them carried something different. They were not carrying 
doing the same thing, which means that every angel that stands before you, that serves you, has a purpose. You never know how many how many millions they are, or how many thousands they are, or how many hundreds they are, or tens they are, but you have guidance angels. Jacob never knew that there were hosts of angels that were protecting him. And so from today, I want to encourage you by the revelation, revelation 22, uh, 20, that you have to administer your angels to bind forces from darkness, demonic spirits that you are not familiar with. You don't want to deal with them. You don't want them to disturb your peace. You deploy your angels that let them be bound. Bind these ones. Bind the forces of darkness. Because revelation, the Bible says that an angel had some chains in their hands and what they did was to bind Satan and put them in a bottomless pit. So if you have any a challenge of any demonic attack or any force of darkness, don't feel shy to administer your angels. Ask them to bind those forces of darkness and command them to work with them and cast them into the bottomless pit or render them ineffective and inoperative in your life. It's very important. Hallelujah. It is very, very important. Do not ever neglect using your guiding angels. You can deploy them on their work in all your projects because sometimes you may not be there, but the angels of God can protect your project away from your sight and you can have peace of mind. Hallelujah. It's one of the things that I love most by that works that we can ask them to work on our behalf. Hallelujah. I had a testimony from a group of people who went to China to do witnessing in, in the 50s. And, and in, in that journey, when they went there, some, some missionaries sent money to them and they were taking the money to some of the people over there to be able to do the job. And once they were on their journey, they saw some bandits that decided to chase after them because they realized that they were carrying money. And so they chased after them until the night that they had gotten to a place where they couldn't go any further and they, it was night. They didn't know much about the area and then they slept. But people warned them that the area where they were, there were all kinds of robbers and all kinds of armed people so they can hurt them. And they prayed, they prayed. And people were here in England praying. Others were in America also praying. About three people. And they were praying. They called somebody here and they were praying. Was the, they, said, they said that I felt that we have to pray for our missionaries that we have sent to China. Can we pray? So the people, two in America, one in the UK, they were praying and they were praying for them in China. And all of a sudden, the bandits managed to find where they were. And when they were getting close to their environment, all of a sudden, they found out that the place where these people were, there were some four guys, I mean, some, some strong four men standing on their feet, watching them. Four men, and they were taller than human beings, like natural human beings. The Chinese stature, stature you know how it feels like, how they, their strength is, or their height is. So, of a sudden, they looked at mm, these people are giants, like they are well built, they, they are stronger. So all of a sudden, the attack that they intended to attack these people with, they had to retreat and run away. When they woke up in the morning, now one of the bandits decided to come to them, to come and confess and tell them what they saw and ask them that we, we knew that you were only four people, but how come that another four was standing there for you to make eight? Who were they? And they looked so different. And so they came to them and that touched the life of some of these people that the glory of God was made manifest in their environment. People of God, there are angels that are working for you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. The Bible says also in Revelation chapter 9, verse 1 to 3, that there are angels that guard the bottomless pit where Satan and some of the wicked angels has been cast down. So they are there. They are not allowed to come up here. If they come up here, I tell you, some of us might not be able to, to exist anymore. The enemy will just finish almost everybody on earth here. They are wicked. Hallelujah. They are wicked. Some of these forces of darkness. So the Bible says there are angels that are guarding the bottomless pit to prevent the enemy coming up to be able to help people on earth here. Hallelujah. 
point number six, they are sent out to also regather Israel from every corner of this globe. And this prophecy and this statement happened in 1947 and 1948, that Israel, anywhere there was an Israeli, when they mentioned that Israel now is a nation on its own, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I mean, black Jews and, 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 and Caucasian Jews and Polish Jews and, and Russian Jews and African Jews, everywhere, wherever they were, all of a sudden, those in Europe, America, they started going back to Israel. And, and it was amazing. You can go online, Google it, 1947 and 1948, about the installation of Israel as a nation and all that. Go there and search for yourself if what I'm telling you is a lie. And it can be found in Matthew 24. It happened. Matthew 24. It happened that the angels of God guided all Israel, all the children of Israel across the world back together in the land of Israel in Jerusalem. So people of God, the angels of God are at work in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Point number seven. They protect the saints. Hallelujah. They protect the saints. Psalm 34 verse 7 says that, that the angel of the Lord encamp around all those who fear him and they deliver them the angels of God and today that is one of my prayers for you and your household and every project that you have that may the angels of God encamp around all your projects in the mighty name of Jesus may the angels of God encamp around all your children in the mighty name of Jesus. May the angels of God encamp around your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere that anything that is of interest to you is, may the angels of God encamp around them and protect and preserve, preserve them in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Point number eight, they are able to separate the good from the bad. And that is one more prayer I desire to pray for you because sometimes we don't know the person that we have employed. We don't know the person that we have engaged in. We don't know even the business connections that we are connected with. We don't know whom we are dealing with. We don't know the relationship that we are dealing with. Sometimes it's a sour relationship. Sometimes it's a relationship that the enemy has shown wicked agenda ahead of time. So by the time you realize your life is engrossed in the relationship and you cannot pull yourself out and you are messed up in all the things that is going on within that relationship and your life is brought to a standstill but God knows how to separate the bad from the good by the decrease of his angel and the release of his power so people of God today by the grace of God I prophesy over your life and I speak by the inspiration of the almighty that may angels be deployed to bring away from you Anything that is not of God, any planting that is not of God, any workings that is not of God, whatever that has been sown that can cause hurt in your life, any man, any woman, any personality, any entity that has been deployed because of you to bring hurt, to bring pain, to make life difficult, to bring hurt in your life. Today, I stand as a voice in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that may angels be present in your life and in your environment to bring divine separation for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and protect your life, protect your interests, protect your ways in Jesus' mighty name. You are covered on every side because of God at work with you in Jesus' mighty name. And so the Bible says in Matthew 13, verse 20, uh, 36, that the sons of God, the Lord will send an angel to gather them out of every kindred and every place. And those who are not of God, who offends uh, the practices of the law of God, those who offend that the Lord shall cast them into the lake of fire. So people of God, there is this opportunity you have that God will separate the bad from the good. And I trust that the God Almighty, I remember when my wife was going to give birth to our first child, I prayed for hours on end, for days on end, and I was believing God because there were all kinds of issues going on. 
and Sunday morning, a worship time between the hours of 10, uh, 9 and 10.30. That was a time of worship. And whilst worship was going on, I was praying. Now I got to a point where I got tired of praying and I said, Lord, I know that this time around, worship is going on all over the United Kingdom. This time around, churches are all over the place. And where I used to fellowship, they were also in worship. And I said, I tap into this. Deploy your angels. And the people that were assigned, the doctors that were assigned to her at that time, I mean, I wasn't comfortable with them. So I began to prophesy. I said, Lord, those who are not supposed to be here, send your angels to drive them away and bring the angels in here. I'm telling you, some people came in there and they changed their minds. Some doctors that came in there, they swapped with others. I was sitting in the room with her alone, only the two of us. Someone carried tools to come and work on her. She was almost like she couldn't help herself. And then I was there, and I was praying in my heart. And then the, the doctor came in there, looked at me, and then said, look, I'll call somebody else to come and help. I think I, I, I have to go somewhere else to do something else. But he was the one that had to come and administer something. But God changed the order. All of a sudden, a strange woman walked into the place where didn't know her from Adam. She looked here and there. She closed the door and locked the door and told us that, listen, she is not supposed to do this. Uh, but she feels that she doesn't want her to be hurt. And so she wants to help her. And by the time the doctors came, they came to actually cut her to do her C-section at the time. And I had prayed and let no knife touch my wife. That was my prayer. One of my biggest prayers, that let no wife or a knife touch my wife. So the, the man who came with the knives and everything, now dropped the thing there. And this woman, strangely from nowhere, came into the room and all of a sudden, she changed the order. But her, she spent almost half an hour working on her, helping the baby to turn around. I want to show you how angels can come in. When we finish, we ask her name. She said that is not important. She, my wife works in the in that place, in that hospital. She herself says that I have never met her anywhere. And she spoke the accent of um uh Scottish accent, you know, and she looked different. She looked somebody very, a pretty young woman, a white lady that came in there to do that job. And then when the doctors, three of them came now with all kinds of gadgets again to come and do the whole thing, by that time the baby was coming. People of God, God can deploy angels at a strange time to come into your domain. Hallelujah. And so the Bible will say that he will separate the bad from the good. And at that time, if it wasn't by the mercy of God, maybe this one coming would have come and cut my wife and my desire not to see her cut would have happened. So there was a change and she gave birth naturally and all the babies were all born naturally. So people of God, the angels can separate the bad from the good, according to uh, Matthew 13. So I want to encourage you to administer words to your angel. Let them work for you. Tell them to act on your behalf. Deploy them. Don't sit quiet. Don't only be praying and be praying and be praying. Don't speak to the angels. Listen, they come in forms of physicality. They come in all kinds of ways. We'll tell, I'll show you some few things so that you can also keep that in mind. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Point number nine. They will accompany Jesus Christ to come on earth here in the last day. According to Matthew 16. Point number 10, they receive the depart, they receive the departed soul. Anyone who dies from this life. But if you check out from here, don't think that you are alone. The Bible says that there are angels who will be there to receive your soul. And so where you belong, whether you belong to hell, whether you did what was right to go to the presence of the Lord, you had to wait for the final judgment day, then that decision is made. You have no choice. Your choices are now what you do right. Today is what will determine after you check out from this life what the where the angels will take you to. So, people of God, you've got to watch all those activity according to the book of Luke 16, 22, speaks about that. Hallelujah. Point number 11. They give laws from the Lord. And you can find that in Acts chapter 7, verse 53. They give laws from the Lord. Again, point number 12, they become witnesses of confessions. 
of faith. For example, somebody accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, there are angels at that particular moment who will receive and become witnesses of those people who are making confessions. So anytime you lead anybody to Christ, anytime you speak to anybody about Christ, angels are there to hear them confess Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. And the moment they do that, they become witness for you in things of the Spirit. And so in heaven, the Bible says that your names are written there. And the angels, they begin to jubilate because there is a witness of those angels there for you. So there is a good report that is taken from your presence, from your mouth to the presence of the living God. So angels are there. According to the, uh, the book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 8 to 9. Hallelujah. Number 13. They give revelations about hidden actions. The Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 1 and also 2 Kings chapter 2 that Elijah was told about the king of Samaria that he was sent, he sent some of his disciples to go out there and look for a God to ask them about whether he will survive a, a, an accident or a, a sickness, an infirmity in his life or not. And yet there was a God of Israel, a, a servant of the Lord in Israel. And Elijah wasn't so pleased about it. So Elijah, the angel of God came to him and spoke to him that listen, go and stand at this place. There are people who have been sent by the king of Samaria to go to this place, to go and inquire about his life. Tell them that this is not right. There is a God. Hallelujah. And I want you to also realize that do not go outside of your God. The Most High God. Ask of him and he shall tell you what needs to happen in the name of Jesus Christ. So Elijah confronted them and said, is there not a God in Israel or no prophet of the Most High God in Israel that you are inquiring from a strange God that does not believe and does not respect the Most High? So people of God, let respect the angels. They will give you information, inside information that you have no clue about. Hallelujah. By the time you realize, so wow, and I am a witness of it. I have enjoyed that benefit. I have enjoyed that blessing. That people, there's angels of God who give me eavesdrop information that I wouldn't have had any opportunity in no way to know what was going on. But God, by his infinite wisdom, will speak to my heart. Sometimes show me in a dream. At first, he used to show me almost between 4 a.m. and 5 o'clock what will happen in the day and what will people say to me almost every single day. Almost every single day. It kept on going for almost three months. And it helped me to save myself from a lot of mess. A lot of mess because the enemy was at work and finding ways and means to put me in, in a huge disgrace and embarrassment. But God helped me out. Amen. Point number uh, 14. They impart God's will in our heart. So the will of God, the angel of God will release that into your heart. Sometimes we have our own ideas, our own plans in some things, but according to Acts chapter 5, verse 19 and going, the angel of God will help to impact the will of God in our life. By the time we realize whether we like it or not, he protects us, save us in an environment and release the will of God in our life. The Bible says that some of the disciples, the apostles were in prison, but it was the will of God for them to stand in the square to declare the good news of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to the people so that they know the true works of God of this life. So they were released from prison, released with the grace and the work of God, the will of God to go out there and to declare the purposes of God. So people of God, they impart the will of God. So your guardian angels can impart inside of you the will of God in Jesus' mighty name. Point number uh, uh, 15, they bring answers to our prayers. That one, I can't say much about it because it's a lot of things, hallelujah, in the scriptures. And one of the typical examples is Daniel chapter 9, where Daniel had prayed for, uh, for, for days. And then the angel of God came and said, I was about to come the very day you prayed. I was about to deploy. But unfortunately, the prince of Persia, that is another angel, but demonic angel, that restored me for 21 days, fighting, preventing me 
from bringing the answers to you. And the angels, we had to ask another angel to come and fight to, to release me to be able to bring the, uh, this uh, uh, prayer answers to you. So people of God, angels are also the ones that bring the answers to us. If you remember last time when we were dealing with Revelation chapter 5 and chapter 3 and chapter 8, uh, we, we realized that our prayers are guarded in an incense which was in the hand uh, of an angel and then that was burned before God. Hallelujah. So the angels, they are the ones that bring the answers from God to us. So you are never alone. And the last one that I want to add to you tonight, uh, today in this meeting is that the angels, they got the tree of life in the Garden of Eden. I spoke this, I said this on, on, on Friday, and I hope that it will uh, uh, rest in your heart to realize that angels can stand at one place because they don't worry about hunger. They don't worry about anything, but whatever the assignment is, that's what they are about to do. Hallelujah. Tonight, today, I want you to realize that the angels that are assigned to you, they are at work. And if they are not, activate them. Call them into existence. Tell them that, listen, today I need your help on this thing. Can you send the help now? In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you by the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit to do this on my behalf now, to go here and administer justice for me. Go here and bring this message for me. Send a you to this environment. Protect my son, my daughter. Bring healing for her. Hashadu kazabrande isaya. Let your hand be upon them. Let my prayers never be hindered. I pray mashandi kezota. I strengthen you to be strong and do that which is of God to bring me joy and to bring me peace of mind. Let the power of the Holy Spirit be infused in you and come do something for God through the things that the Lord has released unto you for my life. Hallelujah. The Bible says something, how angels are called. Amen. I want to give you a couple, a couple of them so that you keep them in your heart. The Bible talks about the fact that the angels of God, they are called the sons of God. The angels are called the sons of God. This one is a bonus. I'm only adding to it. It's only a bonus. Hallelujah. Number two, they are called watchers. Watches. They watch in the night. They watch in the day. They watch for you. The Bible calls them, number three, sons of the mighty one. Sons of the mighty one. Number four, they are the congregation of the mighty one. Uh, number five, they are saints. The Bible calls them saints. So whenever you see the saints and all that, it talks about angels. The Bible calls them hosts. Sometimes you gather, the Bible said that there is a gathering of hosts. It means that there are, they are angels of God. Either they are there to fight, either they are there to protect, either they are there to present something. They call them hosts. Hallelujah, with S to it. And the Bible also calls them spirits. It says that they are ministering spirits. They were made of fire. Hallelujah. We'll talk about that sometime on. Hallelujah. And the last one, the, the Bible calls them the elects. The elect. I think that today, by the grace of God, this message may have come to you in a very understanding way. I have not rushed to make all these kind of things, trying to uh, uh, make your mind all over the place, but to help you understand that there are angels who are at work in different forms and different areas of our lives, both in the things of the spirit and also of the physical. They can be there to defend. They can be there to protect. They can be there to bring message. They can be there to encourage. They can be there to heal. They can be there to bring answers. They can be there to do all kinds of things. So please do not be silent. Make sure everywhere you are, you deploy your guardian angels to work on your behalf. If you haven't done that before, today, from today, use them. Let them work for you in Jesus' mighty name. That will help your life, that will benefit your life, that will bring you to the place of divine glory, that will help you to advance in the course of the gospel. In your own personal life, you become successful, you become useful, you become advanced in a lot of things. Men will wonder why, or with all the plans that they are plotted to do to hurt your life, yet you are able to escape all of them. It is because the angels of God are at work for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much.